This week in Tucson Foodie. I know you had a crazy week. I did. I feel um, like our lives are crazy. Dude, it's insane. We're doing way too much stuff. We're a startup. We have, we're a, totally a startup. <laughs> hey, I was like a turn, it was like a small business turnaround opportunity. What? Tucson Foodie wasn't doing so well and it was like a valuable asset to the community. Didn't want it to die. But in, instead of just like turning it around and making sure it was still there, I turned it into a high growth, scalable startup company. Because <laughs> that's love, what I do. I love how we're like pivoting with AI and everything and it's like becoming a very like techie company too, even though we're doing way. food. Yeah, mm. for sure. But I feel like it's very modern and it's good. From what I've been hearing, talking to other people running media companies in other cities, we're gonna die if we don't accept AI into our process and find ways to help it, use it to accommodate what we're doing. Everyone else is doing it and they're able to do things faster and better. So it's just what we have to do. And also it's actually pretty fun. I'm really liking some of the AI tools. Yeah, I feel like who knew that I'd be using chat GPT every day? GPT. <laughs> GPT. Yeah. Keep hearing that so GPT. much. GPT. GPT. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's everywhere. It's tough to say. Dude, I use it all the time. I use it to do research on summer camps for my daughter. Because it hooks up to the internet now. Did you see that? Four days ago, they hooked it up to the internet. You can go turn it on, and then it can search the web for you. And click on Google search results and go into every website and scrape all that stuff and pull it together and then analyze it and give you results. So you can, you can I used to say, oh, sorry, my training was limited to everything before 2000, whatever. And I was like, sure, let me look into that for you. Here are some flight, some flights that meet those criteria that you can buy right now. Like, it can, yeah. I always, my problem with going online before AI is I just have like rabbit holes. Yeah. And I have terrible self-diagnosed ADHD. Uh, <laughs> I will just fall into a rabbit hole online and then like hours later be like, wait. What was I looking up? I was supposed oh, to totally. do something. So I feel like this yeah. AI thing is like going to help me focus more. I think so. <laughs> like my digital yeah. Ritalin or something like that. Sure. Whatever works for you, man. I get intimidated by a blank page. So like the other day, ChatGPT wrote a partnership proposal for us. And it wasn't perfect, but it was 90, 95% perfect in... 30 seconds. It would have taken me so long to get there. Yeah. And I had to, I had already procrastinated it by a couple days. Yeah, so I think business-wise, really it's very helpful. I wonder how it will impact restaurants and food. I'm worried about it. Yeah, yeah they're saying that, I know this conversation's getting off track here, but. You know, it's relevant to everything and yeah. everyone because it's gonna take over yeah. the world. Like I've been having, tons of different conversations on how AI is going to take over art, how it's going to take over music, and how mm. it's going to render society like We better get universal basic income like pretty useless. soon, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I've been reading a lot about how it's going to disrupt both Google and Amazon. And that's interesting for Tucson Foodie because, or the entire journalism industry or any content creator who gets the majority of their traffic from Google. And that's true of Tucson Foodie, something like it does change, but 60-70% of all the traffic that comes to Tucson Foodie are people going to Google and searching for best tacos or new restaurants in Tucson and then coming to us. 
And increasingly, people are using ChatGPT to search for that because it just tells them the answer. Yeah. You don't have to click around. And it's, it pulls information from Tucson for you. So it's like yeah. stealing our info that we, we, it costs money and time to make and just giving it to people instead of give, telling those people to go check us out. And then they'll never join our newsletter, see an ad on our website, join our clubs, buy anything from us. It's like the and guy on the side alley that's, hey kids, <laughs> like, yeah. I got all the info that you need. Don't go in there. Yeah, don't go in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah so we ha I have to be thinking about it. Yeah, totally. I'm concerned for sure. And but that's part of the I think we're actually in a pretty good position at Tucson Free because we're we're like content's always going to be a foundation. It's what we're known for, news, stories. We're always going to be doing that. But we've diversified. We're a community now. People can support us through joining one of our membership clubs. We now have a huge events program. We've got Taylor running events for us. So we've got diversified revenue streams. We're integrating in the community. And if this does happen one day, the chat GPT is just like, and just literally 65% of the traffic to TucsonForDue.com overnight just doesn't come anymore. I think we're gonna be okay. I'll be okay, I think, <laughs> no matter what happens. Well, I'll be fine. Sure, who cares? It's just the internet. Delete it. It's terrible. <laughs> just delete we don't it. Need yeah, it. that's right. It's fine. I. A lot of people are scared. I feel like it's going to make human experiences more valuable and human-to-human -human interactions more valuable because it's going to be everything's going to be computer, computer, and so these. I think it's going to be very expensive to have a mistake or like human just generated anything. So I'm really curious to mm. see how it affects the food industry though. Yeah, I'm worried about restaurants. People discover restaurants on Google Maps and Googling stuff. and It'll be a hit, but they could leverage it too in a lot of ways. Yeah, totally. They're just not thinking about it. Yeah, there has to be, there's just like a learning curve, I think, yeah. for everybody. And it's an accessibility thing as well. Oh yeah. But I have to say, there's my brand, like I am all about like, hedonism and what <laughs> I had no idea. and sensory and reveling and your senses and there's mm. one of my favorite audrey lord wrote this thing that was like about how to it's i have it pulled up here it's the erotic oh it's not here that's a receipt <laughs> here it is uses of the erotic it's a little thing that Audrey Lord wrote and it's like talking about how we need to be more in our senses to be to feel the power of eroticism and it's not it doesn't have to be sexual it's like something that like you do every day like it's something that you do when you like drink this drink like you touch and you notice like how cold this glass is and yeah. the sound that the ice is like clinking and like being in the moment, yeah, using yes. all of your senses, all of that, and like being really present there and noticing those things and indulging in that experience. Sign me up. <laughs> that sounds great. Why is this on your mind? <laughs> I'm segueing to this thing. Uh, There's, I think this is like something that a lot of people don't know about, and I'm really excited that Simon Hazel Sellers is offering this. Yeah, this is cool. 
It's a wine tasting 101 and it's on May 31st from 5 to 7 p.m. and it's $45 but it's three different courses in one kind of thing where you like learn like the basics of wine, you learn about what terroir is. Do you know what terroir is? No. Land, so, black land? Terroir is like terroir. everything. So it's like the atmosphere, the land, the minerals in the land, the weather, like the climate. Okay. Everything that can affect a grape is like terroir. Okay. I got you. Yeah. They teach you about that. They teach you about mm, the winemaking process. The they teach you process. how to revel in your senses. Wow. And I think that's such a cool event, don't you? Because it's like, when do you get to do that thing? Like, when do you actually get to take the time to be like, okay, let's like smell, let's actually take the time mm. to notice what you're smelling and the textures and like yeah. the colors and... It just sounds fun too. Yeah. I've been to some wine tastings with friends and they're fun, but this seems like a shared experience with friends. That yeah. A really good opportunity to bring a friend or a family member. Yeah, they do cool. a lot of different fun things at their venue. We should probably go there next week. I've been a couple times. Really? Jo Joe is so cool. Really? He's so into wine. The space is beautiful. The decorations are awesome. He's got a private tasting room. And he, should, he understands community. More than maybe any revel downtown, they really understand community too. But Joe really gets community and he does all kinds of events. And he's so nice when you come in. You're not intimidated by wine. He's got like very expensive wine on for sale on the wall, but he's, he just talks to you, asks you questions that you don't expect. Like, how do you like your coffee? And tell me about your wine experience so far. And why are you here? And, and he finds, and he just starts opening bottles and you taste stuff. You just taste stuff. If you walk in, they just, it's always a taste, a tasting over there. And he just hopes you buy some stuff. That's, awesome. That's the approach, yeah. I love that That's it's great. in the foothills too. Like I feel like there's not a lot going on in foothills. Like we don't, I feel like we don't report a lot. There's a lot going on. Yeah, <laughs> like we I- We should do a better job. Yeah, we should. It's like, a lot, yeah. Because people live over there. <laughs> people I do. I live over there. Yeah, I can't afford to live over there, but yeah, if I did, <laughs> it's really beautiful too. It's a it great is space, really beautiful. Yeah. So that's one of my favorite things that's happening this week or this upcoming weekend. I just got back from Meet the Chef, mm. which was at Casino del Sol. Yeah, I heard. It was um, like, like a last minute thing where it was like, Shane, are you going to be here? That's my fault. <laughs> I had committed to Tucson Foodie having a booth and totally forgot. Was focused on the actual Iron Chef competition, or Top Chef competition, Iron Chef competition. Iron Chef, yeah. Was focused on the actual Iron Chef competition and totally didn't add this to my calendar. So I had to like daughter basketball volleyball championship like games on sunday and then i was just being dad and then all of a sudden they're like hey are you here to set up your booth and i was like oh my god i'm the worst <laughs> oops but we pulled it together and we went out and it was i'd never been before and it's huge i see why people love it so much it sold out there was like wow. a thousand people there what it was really? enormous yeah in their oh, master crap. ballroom it's huge it's like a 50-foot ballroom it's enormous. I had no idea. And they've got all the chefs set up around the room, and you just go around and you taste the thing that they made as part of the competition. Everything was amazing. I got to meet a lot of 
Tucson Foodie fans. There were a number of Foodie 500 members there. So you were a judge? I wasn't a judge. No, I set up a booth and talk, just talked to the community to understand what they think Tucson Foodie should do next. And honestly, I also was trying to sell some Foodie 500 memberships. But I got to meet a lot of people and get some great ideas. But anyway, the, um, the event was a lot of fun. The food was amazing. And if you didn't hear, Devin Sanner won. I heard. So Devin will be competing. And Devin is like the father of the chef community in town. He's the I dad. I know. I'm part of You are Gut. part of Gut. And That's right. I got invited by Devin. That so. is so cool. He's so nice. Um, yeah. He's awesome. Yeah. He's so talented. He's creative. He's talented. I'm not surprised that he won. And Ken, I love you, but my money's on Devin. Oh. Like my money on Devin. <laughs> wow. I'm betting this is on a big the, statement. Yeah. They're very different, but they're both super creative. And So Ken's got this like belt. They made like, somebody made him a wrestling belt. So I'm curious if, if Devin wins, is Ken going to give him the belt? Is he going to give up the know. belt? <laughs> is the belt going to be like handed around? I don't know. What did they uh, do last year? <laughs> Who I mean, won the year before? No, but this was the first year somebody made oh. Ken the belt. I think there's a trophy and a belt, but the belt's new. It was made for Ken. Okay. Anyway, I'm excited. July 22nd, we've got the actual Iron Chef competition, Casino del Sol, Chef Ken Foy of Dante's Fire versus Devin Sander. We're going to be doing something for that. Oh yeah, we're right? going to be there in a big way. I think we're going to have a whole yeah. room. We're going to be doing cooking demonstrations. Video team's going to be there. I we're heard, showing up in a big way. I heard on our Slack channel that we're doing a audience or community member versus chef. What? This is, yeah. What a great idea. Yeah. I heard on the Slack channel. What, was this your idea that you put in the Slack channel? <laughs> no, it's oh, Addie's. Okay. Oh, uh, she's always got great ideas. So Addie was like, cool. we should do grilled cheese competition. Like something like easy, but it's oh. like a community member versus chef. I love this idea. Yeah, people want to cook. Yeah. That's a great idea. Because not only chefs know how to cook, like regular people know how to cook too. Because everyone eats. Cheese, right? So I love the competition. That's like, a great bring idea. Bring it on. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, and then who, who judges that? How does that work? I don't know. Like you and me we'll, judge? We'll have to figure Blind? it out. <laughs> Which yeah. one is it? We'll have to figure it out. Uh -huh. Yeah. So I'm just going to go like Wonder Bread, Real Butter, no, Country Crock, Craft Singles. Whoosh, I mean, that's barely good cook too. it, real gooey. kind of love that too. That's the best. <laughs> <laughs> I love a caramelized onion on my grilled cheese. Oh, that that's just me. <laughs> yeah. That's a whole nother level. Yeah. yeah. What else is going on? So we've got a Tucson Foodie Presents summer cocktail party in mm -hmm. Oban. You like Oban? You've been to Oban? Oh my God, love Oban. Yeah, yeah. Oban. Actually, the first time I went to Oban was out of Tucson Foodies Presents. Oh, the sustainable the, ahi sus tuna dinner? Yeah. That was, was great. It was insane. Yeah. It was a lot of food. Yeah. <laughs> but mm -hmm. again, there's going to be 15 cocktails here that you can like try at this cocktail party. So I hope they're low alcohol. <laughs> Probably not. A lot of people got totally blitzed at the sustainable ahi tuna dinner because there were sake pairings with every tasting. But yeah, there's gonna be like 15 cocktails and sakis and beers that you get to taste. Plus there's gonna have, they got a bunch of appetizers. There's a DJ. It's gonna be chill. It's gonna be fun. Four to 6 p.m. June 1st, $65. Yeah, that sounds awesome.
There's also a tiki bar opening in Oro Valley, I heard. Yeah, tiki's hot right now. <laughs> yeah, and I heard that the, I think the guy, his name is like Finney. That's his nickname. And he's opened a few things before, but. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's actually, let's pull up the article. It's there, sorry, I have a lot of tabs open. Finney, I got it right, yeah. So the owners, Doug Finney and Scott Menke, opened Finney's Landing in the foothills. And then the landing in Oro Valley. And so this is their third thing. Looks like it's gonna open sometime this summer. Give me back here. Yeah. That one? Yep. Okay. Anyway, I heard that Finney has like a tiki j glass, tiki jar. What do you call them? Tiki's? Tiki cups? Glass tiki cup. He, he has <laughs> a tiki cup collection. And I think this is in the article, but there's gonna be like a thousand different tiki cups on display. Awesome. So that's gonna be cool. And it really plays into Tucson's like mid-century like totally. aesthetic. So I'm excited to see what this place will look like and we definitely should do one of these there. <laughs> I love a tiki bar. What's the name of the one on Broadway? Contiki. Okay, Contiki. I love Contiki. I've been 10 times. I had the best night in Tucson. Just, Ever? Just going out with my girlfriend and getting totally hammered. I and love then, that. And we didn't expect to get hammered. Like we thought we were just gonna go out. We walked in, we were like, what is this place? This is amazing. And we had a few drinks and suddenly we were drunk, so we just had a blast. And then I had to get an Uber home. So fun, but. Simplicity at its best. But I had so much fun. I actually had a, I had Contiki cater my birthday party <laughs> at my house. Shout out to Contiki. That was great. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're really... It's like a Tucson staple, I feel like. Yeah, it's seriously, this is a fact. It's like the oldest tiki bar, or it's like one of two legitimate mid-century tiki bars still remaining in the country. Something like that. It's a crazy stat. It was open during that actual mid-century wow. time period when t it's, it's a real a tiki bar. It's a huge deal. It's a real freaking tiki bar. And it's here in Tucson. There's only a few left in the country, or maybe zero. I can't remember, but it's, it's part of history, man. It's serious. It's a real That's deal. That's cool. It's super cool. Tucson is so historic. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> hanging out on Broadway like it's no big deal. <laughs> One thing that I'm like super excited about is Hannah's Vegan Night Market. I'm glad you're excited. I'm like an ex-vegan. Uh -huh. Since I started the Chorizo Festival, I had to start eating meat, but I'm pretty much like vegetarian, <laughs> vegan. I straddle that line. Uh -huh a lot and I'm so excited that she's doing that. Like yeah. I, it was like a huge announcement and like mm. I love that it's so her. Like it's oh, yeah. like the, the slogan is eat green, wear black. Yeah. Like she's she wears all black. black and there's like a nail artist. I want to get my artist. nails done. Yeah. You get like, your nails done, you get a tattoo and then there's all this amazing vegan food. Yeah. All the cocktails are vegan. Oh my God, the Serene Kitchen is going to be there. I love those guys. Dallas mm. Yellow Tamal. We just had our team meeting there and it was like those tamales were like insane. Cal's gonna be there with his vegan donuts. Oh my donuts. god, yes, those yeah, are so good. Cal, crazy, Cal, all of Cal's donuts are now vegan. Everything he does is vegan. He doesn't even talk about it because he's just been working towards it and like he finally got there. But and they're the just thing. so delicious. Yeah, this is I didn't the even notice the thing he went, about vegan. vegan food that I'm like yeah. upset about is like, why do you have to, why do we have to label things? Yeah, well, like, like, screw it, it's I'm like, just gonna do it. I those don't need are, a label. It's just a buzzword. Like, I feel like people don't eat vegan food sometimes because they're like, it's vegan, I don't eat vegan. It's like, 
You eat vegan every all day, actually. All the time. Actually. You eat plenty of... <laughs> like you you're not eat, just like, eating plants. meat all the time. You eat yeah. things that are vegan. Yeah. This so. cocktail is vegan. Probably. Yeah. So that's interesting. There's 15. Pam is going to be there with her Filipino treats. We just yeah. met her in mm. a shoot that we did Dr. earlier Kay. this month. And those egg rolls, mm. I left them at your house after we oh, did the shoot. Oh, those are awesome. Those are so good. So good. Also, like, Zero Zero Waste Shop is mm. popping up. It's not just food. There's vegan, other types of products. And it's and at the Owls Club. Club. It's in the courtyard. It's opening like after sun goes down. There's going to be DJ. It's going to be dark, sexy, fun, easy, awesome. Oh my God. It's free. I got to buy the food from each vendor, but it's just come hang out. Yeah. This is something Hannah's been wanting to do for a long time because Hannah has built Death Free Foodie for actually, I don't know how many years, but she hit 10,000 followers recently. I know. I'm so proud of her. Yeah. I feel she's grown like exponentially. Yeah. It's really taken off. Like it's um, so cool to see. I've been following Hannah since I moved here. I discovered her and was fanboying out when I got to meet her. And she's always wanted to meet her fans and her audience and just meet people and see like, People love her. What do you want from me? Do you want different kind of content um, and, and have an event like this? So. Yeah, she's been doing such a good job and like people just are obsessed with her. And it's like, I'm with good with reason. Her. For sure, dude, everybody's, yeah. saying, everybody's obsessed with you too, fun fun. <laughs> Everyone's obsessed with you too, bearded daddy. I gotta meet the person who said that. That wasn't like a comment from some person. It was a comment in an Instagram <laughs> post, and then I just dragged it. And yeah, then you your did. daughter was like, Yeah, bearded daddy. Oh <laughs> my god, thanks, Molly. Like, oh my god. How embarrassing. <laughs> god. I thought that was really funny. All right, last thing, last that's, thing that's, yeah. Yeah, that's worth uh, that's wait, happening. Okay, wait, okay, wait. It's really crazy because I've lived in Italy and I okay. haven't had the best pizza in my life. And I've lived in what? New York too. In Tucson, you haven't had good pizza? No, in Tucson, I've had some of the best pizza oh, that's what you're saying. I've ever had. It is very surprising. And I've lived in yeah. New York and in Italy. We have killer pizza here. I have a it's list. Insane. Yeah, I think about this list a lot. The what pizza the hell is incredible. Is going, what's in the water? Uh, maybe they're importing the water from New York or something. No. It's, it's killer. It's just, maybe what, it's the yeah. dry heat. So what's your, you know what's interesting is my, and okay, I'll say it this way. I was going to say my three fa most favorite pizzas in town aren't competing in this competition, but I'll just say three of my favorite because now I'm looking at this list and I'm like, oh, Rocco's? But it's deep dish. It's a totally different style. And yeah, I it's haven't one gone of my, to Rocco's yet. Oh, dude, Rocco is I need to go. an artist. He's a musician. He's super creative. Mm. He's always doing a specialty pizza. It's always weird. And when I go on the Be Vegan show every Tuesday, Rocco's usually on before me. And there's a pizza waiting for <gasps> me when I walk up. So I'm, I'm half going the time with I'm, you next week. <laughs> I'm usually eating pizza while I'm on the radio. But yeah, so anyway, what we're talking about is the pizza throwdown. Right? It's been happening for a long time. And it's not just a pizza throwdown. It's also the desert duel. It's happening Saturday. Desert. Oh my Not God. Desert. I keep saying that. <laughs> desert duel makes sense out here. It does. It's the desert. desert it's the dessert duel. duel. <laughs> I've been to this one. It's so much fun. You get way too much pizza for your money. I think it's 20 bucks. And you get full pizza size slices from all these spots. There's Rocco's. It's 50 bucks. <laughs> what a deal. Rocco's but you can get for your three own drinks. Home. Unlimited uh -huh. pizza, unlimited desserts. Yeah, it's insane. And the pizzas are stuff here that aren't on menus because it's 
these chefs chance to do something different and creative. Yeah. In fact, there's like a discussion about who's gonna go like classic and be like, I have the best Ninja Turtles pizza. Yeah, speaking of Devin Sanders, Zio Pepe's. Yeah. Oh yeah, Devin's competing. Gonna, oh yeah, and for sure. I'm yeah. excited for the Dutch actually. The Dutch had the best dessert last year, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. It was like a tart. It was they called it like a margarita tart. And when you popped it in your mouth, it felt like you just took a drink of a margarita. Ooh, it was amazing. That sounds good. Yeah. I'm excited. I hope we can go to that. I'm gonna be there. I'm actually helping oh, set up. I'm a volunteer. Oh really? Yeah. May 27th. Yeah, it's this weekend. It's this weekend. It's I'll Saturday. have to go. Yeah. What are you doing for this weekend? It's a long weekend. I'm We're working. The main thing I'm doing is pizza throwdown. <laughs> That's it. But after the big announcement that we're at Tucson Foodies making on Wednesday slash Thursday, I'm hoping that I'm either going to be passed out exhausted or there's going to be tons of feedback and I'm going to be fielding questions and helping and there's just going to be a bunch of stuff. I'm so excited. I don't know what is going on with the astrology right now, but I feel like so many things in my personal life have been like coming together and being like here you go did you ask for this and of course it's yeah i asked for a pizza now you should talk to sam about this you know what sam jump would say our chief operations <laughs> officer and now co-owner of tucson foodie she would say something like yeah dude gang because like of course like when you're doing the right thing like of course the universe just gives you what you need it's like full circle Totally. I love that. Was I love that, that we're just like hippies. Is that a good Sam? <laughs> yeah. It's pretty good. I think that Tucson Foodie yeah. is just like hippies. A diverse group of hippies, I'd say. <laughs> I think we range, like we're a range. We of got hippies, young like, hippies, like old goth hippies. hippies to like... Goth, yeah, there's <laughs> the, like the dirty hippies. <laughs> to oh. cosmopolitan hippies. Yeah. <laughs> is that is Sure. That like fancy hippies, like <laughs> sexy hippies. <laughs> I don't know. I have no idea. Yeah. Anyways. Fashionable hippies. <laughs> yeah. Am I a hippie? You are. <laughs> I'll take that. I think we're just like millennials. <laughs> Speak for yourself, woman. <laughs> I am now, yeah. Yeah. I think I fit the definition. Or in the time. I don't know. I feel more like a Gen X. Really? All my friends are Gen X. My girlfriend's That's Gen so X. That's so funny because I'm a very elder millennial, but I feel very straddling. Oh. Millennial Gen Z, like I feel like I'm there. Interesting. Yeah. I guess like spirit-wise. Yeah. Now I'm more Gen X, spirit-wise. Brother, sister older than me, girlfriend older than me, and my friends are always older. I don't know. I don't know no if we can, can be, be friends. 